What's going on, guys? This is Kodos with the Yolt Podcast. I'm here again with my co-star, Jared. What's up? Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I got a question for you. Shoot. Okay, so would you rather? So, okay. would you rather see the Red Sea being parted, or would you rather see Jesus walking on the water? I don't know. Can I interact in either of those situations? Like, can I talk to Jesus, or am I like, am I among the? I, I feel like not. I feel like maybe. You're just like a spectator, I guess you could say. You can't okay. interact, though, or just you're just watching. Okay, so I'm in creative mode on Minecraft. Got it. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I mean, like, if I could talk to Jesus, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. But uh, then I, on the other hand, you know, if, I, if I'm watching the Red Sea, like, that's a huge, big, like, split, you know? And, yeah, but then is, on, I mean... And this might be a little, like, psychopath or sociopathic of me, but, like, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see the water crash down on Pharaoh and his men. <laughs> Um, no, I, I get what you mean. I get that. Is is that a little twisted? Probably. Well, <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't know, man. What What do you think? I feel like I would want because I mean I talk to Jesus every day. You know, I mean I don't see him, but I'll see him eventually. And I feel That's like the true. Red Sea. It's not something I can just like. You know. That's true. Yeah, when we get to heaven, we can talk to Jesus all the time. Yeah, we can't, we I, can't... I, I bet there's gonna be water, and we're gonna be like, "Hey, Jesus, you should walk on that." And he's like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah, but so, uh, I, I guess we can't relive the Red Sea situation. Yeah. So plus, that's just a huge moment in Bible history. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. The moment that the the Israelites or the Hebrews were freed—that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with the Red Sea. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with that too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the little kind of going along with the Red Sea is so the topic of the day, like the Pharisees. Pharaohs, they were evil. And you know what we're talking about? What's that? Why God would allow evil. Ooh, the age-old question. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, if God's real, why would he allow all this evil and stuff? And I have a simple but not so simple answer to all of this. So I'm I'm going to rephrase the question simply because this is how I hear all the time. If God is all-powerful, why does he allow evil? Or why is there evil? That's actually a very good uh, uh Yes. So it's, it's the same question. question, just reworded. Yeah, the way you word it is better than the way I did. I wouldn't say that, but go ahead. Well, anyway, so pretty much if God created everything, he created evil, right? That's the main thing that everyone says, mm-hmm. but evil isn't a thing. We can't think of evil as if, like, if it's a rock, a piece of dirt, etc. Like, you can't okay. put evil into a jar. So you're saying that if God created, or I guess what the argument is, if God created evil, that would make him therefore evil, and so we're kind of going along the lines of kind of showing how he's not evil right and so now you're saying mm-hmm. that evil is not a materialistic thing like a rock no so okay, evil gotcha. is just the absence of do you know what that would be what good it's just the absence of good makes sense that makes so, sense just like this world if there's no good there, there's evil uh-huh. or if you want to get deeper the absence of lightness is darkness the absence of heat is cold it kind of goes along mm-hmm. with that line okay so so, so without light there is no dark and without no good there is no evil or sorry without no evil there is no good likewise okay gotcha all right um so so god so it is true that god created good yes but he also Mm -hmm. made creatures who had free will and and obviously since he wanted to give us free will he wanted us to have a choice of what we could choose so therefore he allowed evil he didn't Mm. create it he just allowed it he allowed the good to be able to be absent. Absent. Does that make sense? Absent. Gotcha. Okay, yes. so um, say that in different words for me. So pretty much God created good, mm-hmm. but he loved us so much that 
he gave us a choice to have our free will. He let us be able to choose what we want to do. So to have a thing that counters good, and if you take good away, there's, there's badness. So he allowed the badness to stay instead of completely taking it away because he didn't want us worshiping him like mindless robots. Okay, so you're saying that he allows evil in this world, not because he created it so that mm-hmm. he would force us into heaven or hell, but rather he allows evil on earth so that we can have the choice to choose to love him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. that makes sense. So anyway, we got to understand this real quick, though. So the thing, the, the way we see things and the way God sees things is completely different. Why we, is we, that, do you think? So, I mean, I think, well, at least what I wrote down is because God, see th- God sees things in an eternal and holy perspective. And we mm-hmm. see stuff in an earthly and temporal way. Because God, he knows everything. He knows it For all. Sure. So he knows what's going to happen in a hundred years, you know. I think, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think a good way to kind of, for all the science people out there, so um, we live in a, a 3D dimension, right? And so scientists theorize that our, the next dimension would be time and, um, and so on because scientifically speaking, there's a, an infinite amount of dimensions. And so if God can create a dimension where time exists, then that means he exists in a dimension where time doesn't exist. And so if he's able to create time, it's kind of like a painter and a painting, right? Like a, a painter can paint a painting, but that doesn't mean he lives in the painting. Mm-hmm. So uh, if he's able to create time, then he exists outside of time. So to kind of emphasize what you're saying about how he is a creator of all of these things. And um, I don't know if that makes sense with what you're trying to say, but uh, it sparked a thought. So um, if he can, never mind, go ahead with what you're saying. Pretty much that's it though. Like, so the main reason God allows evil is so that we don't worship him just like programmed robots. He wanted us to have a free will. He loved us so much he gave us a free will to be able to choose to worship him or not. That makes sense. So what uh, what kind of relationship? If because like you say, he doesn't want he doesn't want us to worship him like mindless robots. So mm-hmm. um, what would you say is the kind of relationship that he wants with us? I feel like a father and son. You know, father like, mm-hmm. a good father isn't going to force you to like him. A good father is going to let you go your own way and not force you to choose what he wants you to do. Mm. Like the probable prodigals, prod, how do you say prodigal? It? Yeah, the prodigal son is mm-hmm. just like that. That's good. Um, I mean, and that and is that actually is a parable how they explain God pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, and, you know, just while we're talking about family, I think it's also the husband and wife because with father. I don't know. Um, yeah, you did a little bit. But so with the father and son, a son doesn't necessarily have the choice to love their dad, which he, I guess he does, but like mm-hmm. he's born into it, right? But with, yeah. a, with a husband and wife, uh, at least in today's non-arranged marital things, um, you know, we choose to love our spouse. And so I think it is also similar to that, how we can choose to love God. Um, you know, when it comes to why God would allow evil, um, a lot of people make the the common mistake and i'll say this it's a very common mistake and very easy thing to believe and fall into the victim of it's very easy to hear that god created evil and think that therefore he is evil um Mm -hmm. but it's it's kind of like 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 you're saying how you can't have one without the other likewise hell is just the absence of god and so exactly and so there's heaven hell day night good evil you know, we live in a world of dichotomies or a, a, a universe of dichotomies like that, where there's one versus the other, but they can't exist without the other kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. why God would allow evil is, is simply put because he 
needs evil for us to recognize how good he truly is, you know? And, uh, you know, I'm just adding on to what you're saying at this point, but, uh, you know, it's really easy going back to my first point here. It's really easy to glimpse over the fact that there is good in this world and that God is also the creator of that good. Cause it's really easy, especially with the news, uh, how, how they're portraying things. Cause you know, bad news sells, oh, but it's really, it, it's really easy to focus on the bad things of this world, on the evil. And then just be like, Oh, well, if, if God was real, then he wouldn't allow uh, people to be raped or he wouldn't allow slavery to have ever happened. Mm-hmm. No, that's not how it works. I mean, he, he created this place so that we could choose to love him. Right. But, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a side part of that, which he did know about, he is all knowing. Um, a side part of that is that we are going to have to deal with the effects of sin, the effects of evil, in order for us mm-hmm. to recognize that he is good. Because we and, live in a fallen world. Exactly, exactly. And, and and just to add to that, why do we live in a fallen world? Because Satan dwells on earth as of right now. And mm-hmm. so, you know. Well, if God created Satan and Satan is evil, then he created evil. Well, yes and no. I mean, yeah, he did definitely create Satan, but he allowed Satan the free will that he also gives you. And so Satan chose to use his free will to try Mm -hmm. to conquer over God. It sucks, but that's what's so good about God. He loves us so much. He gave us the choice. Like he lets us choose. Yes. And so, you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, predestination people, I just don't, I don't understand I love the idea of predestination mm-hmm. until I think, well, that doesn't sound very loving of God. And yeah. so that, that's why I don't fall in the lines of predestination. I'm, I'm a mix of the two because obviously God knows everything, but yet mm-hmm. yeah, it goes back to the grill analogy that I let, you know, I use all the time. Like the father knew that the son was, what was going to happen if the son put his hand on the grill. Um, but yet he, and so he told him not to, but the son put the hand on the grill. So he got burned. The father knew it was going to happen, but he, the son still had the choice to put his hand on the grill, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, so I guess if you had to sum up, why does God allow evil in like just a few sentences, what would you say? God loves us so much. He lets us choose what we can do. Absolutely. He gives us a choice. Well, anything else you want to add? Nope. That's, that's pretty much the butt of it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll close this out in prayer and, uh, and then we'll jump into the next one, but, uh, go ahead and. Close our eyes, bow our head. Unless you're driving, don't close your eyes. Be safe. Or riding a bike. <laughs> or riding a bike. Don't run into a mailbox. Um, <laughs> dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for CODIS and for giving us the understanding, for allowing us to have the Holy Spirit within us to help us to understand your word, to help us understand sometimes your perspective. God, we're human. We'll never fully understand your perspective. We'll never fully understand uh, the motive behind or your motive behind many things, God. And, you know, this is an age old question that people will always have, you know, why do you allow evil? But uh, God, thank you for showing us um, potentially why you would possibly allow evil. And thank you for giving us the option of free will, God. Thank you for giving us this loving relationship where we can choose to love you. Um, thank you for not forcing it for any reason. Um, thank you for giving us the choice, the, the freedom. Um, God, I pray for the the salvation of many of the people that question that God, because we know that their hearts seek truth in God. So whenever somebody asks us, God, we pray that you allow our conversations or you allow the Holy Spirit to come through us and speak words of truth to them in such a way that they don't feel condemned, that they don't feel ignorant, they feel loved rather. 
Um, God, I know personally I'm bad at this. So when I'm having this kind of conversation with somebody, I come across as harsh or I come across as um, stubborn or, you know, anything along those lines, or I think I'm better than them kind of uh, persona. And God help me personally to overcome that, to overcome that uh, adversity and help them to realize the love that is there in both me, you know, towards them as well as your love towards them. God help them to understand that rather than feeling condemned. Um, but with all that being said, God, thank you again for today. Thank you for CODIS. Thank you for allowing him the knowledge to speak on this and uh, continue to guide us, guard us, and protect us in all these things. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And with, I'll be over. I can't speak. <laughs> Hope everyone has a great time and Godspeed. Godspeed.